Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. On this week's episode of Tiara's Tears and Triumphs, we're going to talk about the 12 behaviours that hold women back. March the 8th is International Women's Day, and this episode has been created in the same week as this important date on the calendar. International Women's Day commemorates the cultural, the political, and the socioeconomic achievements of women. There are some absolutely amazing women who have achieved great success in their lives in all of these areas that I have mentioned. Now, why is it important to remember these great women and their achievements each year? Because this helps to remind us that there is greatness inside all of us. And sometimes the greatest achievements, they flourish from the greatest challenges. But so many women are made to feel small, made to feel less than those seeds of potential that live within them. It can be especially challenging for women who have been abused to nurture those seeds of potential because their self-esteem and their self-confidence has been damaged by the person who abused them. Some women never recover from this and I don't want that to be you. I want you to get the support that you need with rebuilding your self-esteem and self-confidence. And I want you to find out what it is that might be holding you back so that you can live into your potential and allow your greatness to shine. For me, International Women's Day is not only a day to commemorate women who have achieved great success, and their successes have been recorded in the pages of history. But this day is also there to celebrate all the unsung heroes. It's a day to celebrate all women and all that they have accomplished in their lives in dealing with ups and downs that life throws us. And I want you to remember that leaving your mark on the world starts from within. When you work on becoming the best version of yourself, there will be a natural flow on to others, that all that you encounter and to the world that you live in. So this is such a big topic that we are going to cover in that we're going to cover it in two episodes. So let's open the door on this week's episode and find out what the first six of the 12 behaviours that hold women back are. Just a caution, if you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. Welcome to another episode of Tiara's Tears and Triumphs. This episode focuses on the qualities that women need to possess to achieve their true potential. Basically, it's about leadership. If you are in an abusive relationship or you have exited an abusive relationship, that role of leadership would have been taken away from you. When you understand that the underlying reason that people become abusive is because they feel a need to have power and control. And if you go just another few layers down to the root of this, it comes from their own insecurities. And this plays out in them hurting you so that you end up having more insecurities than them. And this puts them in a position of leadership and power and control over you. 
So we don't want you to stay there. We want you to be able to regain control of your life so that you can become a leader in your life again. So these abusers, they haven't earned the right to lead. The way that they've gotten there is they've trodden on you to disempower you so that they can manipulate you to get the upper hand. Now, Before I dive in any further, the first thing that I want to say is that if you are listening to this and you are still in an abusive relationship, before you go making any changes to your behaviours that I'm going to highlight in this episode, the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to tap into support with domestic violence support services. The reason that I say this is that your abuser will be very sensitive to any behavioural changes that you make, and this may escalate the risks for you and may escalate the abusive behaviours because effectively what will happen is it will alter the balance of power and your abuser will want to regain his position of control, which makes you very vulnerable and more at risk. So it's really important for you to tap into support to help you navigate your challenges so that you can start to begin to make those changes in your life to start regaining power back in your life again. Now, I don't want you to stop listening if you're still in an abusive relationship. By all means, please listen to this episode because there will be a time where you can work on yourself without the fear of repercussions from an abusive partner. And this will help plant those seeds in you of what the potential is for that time. And just Like I always say, your safety comes first, closely followed by your sanity and everything else, no matter how daunting it is, is going to be figure outable with the right support. Now, the right support to begin with often comes from a domestic violence support service. So if you haven't connected with one yet, I encourage you to. Okay, now that I've expressed my concern for women who may be listening who are still in an abusive relationship, let's get into these 12 behaviours. We're going to cover the first six today so that you can see which of these you might identify with and think about paying some attention to in your life. And I want you to remember that this is all about getting you out of that painful place of feeling small feeling insignificant, feeling invisible, feeling unimportant, or feeling like, who am I to want to be more or to do more with my life? And all those other insecure feelings that may be holding you back. And don't worry if you're feeling any of these things, you're not alone. I'll tell you a secret. Successful people have felt every one of these feelings too. So you're not a failure. There isn't a major flaw in you that makes you unfit for success. There's just things that are holding you back right now. So, and I'll tell you another secret. Success is relative and success is evolutionary. Now, what do I mean by this? So what success means to you will be different from what success means to another person. So, for example, for me, a measure of success has been creating this podcast. It's been my baby and it's been my passion project. Doesn't mean that I'm not a success because I have not achieved the same status as Oprah Winfrey. No. I would never be able to live into my evolution of my success if I measured my success that way. So I don't know where this podcast is going to lead me in the future. I have no idea. But I have set up what I aimed to achieve, which is to create a safe space for women who are impacted by abuse to tune into 
to get the support with the challenges that they face and to be inspired to recover, renew and rebuild on the other side of leaving abusive relationships. So for me, that is me living into my potential. That is me having success. Does my success journey stop here because I have achieved what I set out to achieve initially? No. My success journey is going to continue as long as I am alive and as long as I am committed to living into my potential. So I want you to think about what does success look like for you? You've heard a little bit about what success looks like for me and a mark of my success, what that looks like. But what does a mark of success look like for you? And what does success look like for you? What does it represent? What sorts of things would you achieve it for you to be a success for you to see success in your life so is success getting a secure roof over your head where you are free from an abusive partner where you are free to be yourself again without fear of being hurt now this is a major achievement and never ever to be underestimated it's absolutely huge this takes enormous courage and it takes a leap of faith and that is no small feat when you have had your feelings of trust and security destroyed by an abusive partner. So one of my favourite lyrics, which is really simple from an Australian singer-songwriter called Paul Kelly is, from little things, big things grow. And it's so true. It only takes a seed for, you know, a massive oak tree to grow over time. So know that those seeds are within you, but you need to nurture those seeds. And this is why we're going to look at these behaviours that hold women back, because when we are held back, we're held back from nurturing those seeds of potential growth that exist within us. So I was, there's always an inspiration for each episode that I create. And this week I was inspired and not only by International Women's Day, but in it being International Women's Day, I came into contact with some situations um, where I encountered, um, I guess, seeing an insight into other people's success journeys and what that looks like for them. And I was very fortunate in being able to attend a women's um, International Women's Day luncheon where there were like a really diverse um, gathering of women who were coming from, you know, their either in their professional field, they were attending the luncheon or they were just attending the luncheon um, in their personal journey. And the keynote speaker there, her name's Katrina Roundtree, and uh, she was there alongside a senator who was presenting and um, and. Both these women were truly inspirational. And Katrina Roundtree, who is a presenter on a, a television show here, um, shared her inspirational journey of absolute tenacity and just continuing to keep um, to keep putting her herself out there, um, you know, with absolutely no guarantee of ever getting a breakthrough um, in her career and she just got her foot in the door wherever she could get her foot in the door so she didn't have a perfect path to follow and this is just the reason I am mentioning this is because life has its ups and downs it we it's never a straight road that there's always going to be twists and turns and all we have to do is we have to keep moving down that road and 
seeking out the opportunities that exist as we travel along our path. And there are always going to be opportunities there for us, but we can go past opportunities, you know, without having that clear um, ambition to of what it is that we're setting out to achieve. And this is why it's so important to have goals. So the woman that I, I want to share with you about who is an absolute inspiration for this episode this week, well, she is a single mum. And she's probably about, I think, four or five years on from leaving that abusive relationship. Now, what this woman chose to do and was in a position to be able to do this is not going to be something that everybody is going to be able to do I certainly did not have that option available to me when I left my abusive relationship but she had an opportunity to move in with her mother she's she is a mum herself she's got a young child and she had an opportunity to move in with her mother in taking up that opportunity she managed to save enough money to buy her own property. Now, she knew that in making that sacrifice of having, sacrificing her independence of having her own space, uh, which is really important when you're an adult, it's lovely to be able to, you know, um, fly the nest and live as you want to live separate to your parents. But she sacrificed that because she had a very clear goal in her mind. Her goal was to get a roof over her head, not to get caught in a rental trap, but to work towards owning her own home. Well, this week she has managed to, she's managed, she secured the property. Not only has she secured the property, which is a piece of land, but this week she has secured the house that will be built on this piece of land. And she has applied herself to learning how to manage her money and she had this very clear goal in sight that she wanted to achieve. And this week she has achieved her goal. So, you know, women are resilient and they can achieve the most amazing things when they get out of their own way and go, what you know, after what matters most to them. So, um, we'll run through the 12 behaviors, but I just, she's my inspiration for this week's episode. And um, I, I celebrate her, I celebrate her achievement, and, uh, and she is an inspiration for other women to see what is possible when you apply yourself to this clear goal that you have of something that's really important and for her long-term stability in having her own roof over her head was her priority was her goal and she worked very hard to achieve that she's not on a massive income but she has learned to budget and she's learned to sacrifice perhaps things that she might want but just focused on making sure that she was providing for those basic needs that she needed to meet for herself and for her child. So let's run through these 12 behaviours that hold women back. And let me just assure you, I'm sure that I have been guilty of, you know, one, if not all of these things at different points in my life. So if you identify with any of them, please don't beat yourself up. Just try and take a really curious approach and ask yourself if this is something that you can relate to. And if the answer is yes, that's great because you now have an awareness and the biggest transformations always begin with awareness. So number one, Women are reluctant to claim their achievements. So often women don't want to take the credit or they want to share the glory, which can be really lovely in showing appreciation to others. But often when women are praised for an achievement, they don't own it. 
it is really important to accept the recognition rather than handing over the praise to others. So if this is you, next time someone compliments you on an achievement, just say thank you. And if you feel like an achievement you made has been overlooked, which can often be the case, bring it up and claim it, even if it is to yourself. Just it's so important to mark your achievements. They are important, they are of note, and they need to be marked. So just like the woman that I have mentioned to you that's the inspiration for this episode, who has sacrificed herself by living with her mother in order to achieve her goal of saving for a home of her own, which, as I said, is a huge achievement. She needed to mark that achievement. And I reminded her of the importance of that by bringing a bunch of flowers to her and a card that I wrote to help her celebrate this amazing achievement. And in that moment, like what I, I did, it wasn't a big deal, but it was, you know, I... I didn't make a big hoo-ha about it, but it was it was just a gesture. And when she received that simple gesture from me with the flowers and the card, there were just these feelings of deep and profound gratitude that welled up inside of her to the point where she almost cried. And, you know, that, that moment, that is the magic moment. That's a magic moment that she felt the magnitude of what she had accomplished. And what this did for her is it reinforced for her her self-confidence in her ability to achieve great things. That is why we need our markers for our achievements because it gives us the self-confidence that we need to go after the next goal and no, we've achieved this. If we can achieve this, then we can achieve the next thing that we set our minds to. So that is so important. Now, number two, women expect others to spontaneously notice and reward their contributions. Sadly, the truth is that people are so distracted these days that they don't often notice the great things that people do. And if you're like me, if you're a mum and you're listening to this, you will more than likely know what it feels like to feel unappreciated. Women do so much for so many and much of what they do goes unnoticed or it goes unrewarded. And when it's unnoticed and you're not rewarded, then it can leave you feeling used. It can feel leave you feeling overlooked, unappreciated. And, you know, when you feel things like this, feelings of resentment can quickly build up. And when you are caught in the energy of unhappiness, this can lead to bitterness. You know, how can you draw attention to your strengths that will give people information they need to notice and reward your contributions? Have a think about that because it won't always be clear cut, but you need to look for opportunities where you can draw attention to your strengths and achievements, not in a negative way, but in a way that just reminds people that these are the things that you are giving. Now, I know that I have been guilty of falling into a really negative place with this particular Thing in my own life. I'm very, very sensitive to the good things that other people do. And I really try to notice these things. And I really try and celebrate these things with other people. This is one of my character traits. I am an encourager. That's what I love doing. I love encouraging people. I see 
people's potential and I recognize their achievements. So at times in my life, I have assumed that everyone is just like me. And when people in my life have not noticed or rewarded my contributions, I have felt disappointed and like a bit of a doormat, really, you know, for people to walk over. So this point has been something that I have definitely had to work on because it has not come naturally for me to spell out my strengths and achievements to others to give them the information they need to notice or reward the things that I do. And if I'm honest, this is something that I continue to work on in myself. It just hasn't come naturally to me in the past. So it is a change that is taking place within me with this awareness that this is important so that I don't fall into a negative space of feeling victimized. So I'm not demanding that people in my life notice the great stuff that I do, but I'm getting better at talking about it. And I'm getting a lot more positive affirmations from others because I'm allowing myself to talk about the things that I do. And this is so important to be able to own what you do and not feel awkward about who it is or apologetic who what you do basically or you know who you are and you know one of the things that is really really difficult for victims of abuse is that you're coming from this place of being a victim and when you're coming from a place of being a victim you're not going to feel like you've got much to offer and you're going to be looking at other people and thinking, feeling quite inferior to them. So this is something that you will more than likely need to work on yourself and to be able to grow in confidence with saying, hey, this is me. This is who I am and this is what I do. Um, so even being unapologetic about you know yourself and this it was interesting I'm just going to touch on this quickly because at this um, luncheon that I went to there was some really successful women at this luncheon and I needed to find the courage in myself I noticed that there were three women Sarah Henderson and Katrina Roundtree and the head of an organization that I want to partner with were all talking together at the same point and the event was close to ending and I needed to pluck up the courage to go and introduce myself because at this luncheon, their focus, the fundraising was for victims of domestic abuse. So it was really important that I go and introduce myself and let them know of what I'm doing with this podcast and let them know <laughs> of what I'm doing in the sphere of coaching. And, you know, even after that conversation, I'm getting even though I'm much more okay with going and saying I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and this is what I'm doing. Even now when I say that, I walked away from that conversation and there were still some niggling things going on that I was aware of, that negative voices that were making me feel like, oh, really vulnerable because I put myself out there as being a survivor. And, and rather than looking at the um, what I've accomplished in breaking free from that cycle of abuse and what I've accomplished in standing up on my own two feet and what I've accomplished in keeping myself and my children safe and what I've accomplished in getting uh, rebuilding security and and you know just all the things that I have done rather than that being my focus, my focus came back to the negative of 
uh, having that yucky feeling of I'm a survivor and I should somehow be apologetic for that or I'm not as good as these women because I've been in that position. And so these things still come at me. So I want you to know that this is all really normal and it's going to be a process just as it is for me. It's I've had to get comfortable comfortable I suppose because more and more comfortable and it or less discomfort experiencing less discomfort with having those conversations where I am owning who I am fully that this is where I've come from these are the things that I've been through these are the challenges that I've faced and this is what I've learned from it and this is what I am able to offer now so that is, you know, like that's amazing being able to give voice to all of that because one of the things that happens to victims of abusive relationships is they lose their voice, is they lose themselves. So it's you're on a path of self-discovery, of rediscovering who you are underneath all of those horrible labels that have attached themselves to you of not being good enough, all those labels that have attached themselves to you because of the experiences that you've been through, because of all the times that you've been put down, because all of the things that you've lost along the way. So understand you are on a journey of self-discovery and self recovery okay you are recovering yourself you're recovering your voice you're recovering your life after going through what you've been through so this is a process it's a journey and as I said it all starts with awareness so if you're guilty of the same thing as me please don't feel bad about it and just know that you are at a point on your journey and as you continue to commit to live into your potential and recover yourself then this is going to be easier you will be more and more okay with who you are with all that you've been through and you'll be able to stand there and have conversations with people who you see as being a great success and come out of that conversation and you might have that little niggle in negative niggle in the back of your head, those little negative voices that creep up. But you know what? You're out there and you're talking about it and you're being unapologetically yourself. And that is something that many people never ever give themselves permission to do so if that is you well done well done to you and keep going okay because you will have massive transformation come from that in such positive ways in your life okay so let's move on to number three women overvalue expertise and undervalue their ability to figure things out when they dive into uncharted waters and wow have I been guilty of this one we can get so focused on mastering every minute detail that it bogs us down and holds us back from taking leaps in life where we can learn what we need to know once we've taken the leap now, I can't count the number of times that I have held myself back because I have not seen every step I need to take to get from A to B. For a long time in my life, I thought that that was the way we were supposed to journey through life. I thought we didn't leave A until we had it figured out how we were going to go from A to B. And this is coming from somebody who... Um, got a travel and tourism diploma, you know, when I was very young, thinking I was going to be traveling the world and writing, and that would be my career path. And understanding itineraries and understanding bookings. And so when you're booking a journey, you want to know all the different 
elements. You want to know, you know, not only where you're going, you need to know how you're going to get there, um, how much is it going to cost, what are you going to need to take, what's the weather like, where you're going. You know, there's so many different things to factor in. And because I was sort of very trained in my thinking to evolve life in the same way that I needed to know all the steps in my journey. But of course, you never do. Life will continue to give us opportunities to move from A to B, but we will take much longer to get from A to B if we wait until we've learned what every step along that path is that we need to take. So this is the point where it is really important to remember that the destination is not as important as the journey, okay, because we experience far more than we could ever have anticipated. So in planning a travel itinerary, you know, I might have factored in all these things and thought, well, that's it, you know, the I, I, that there's my trip planned, done, dusted, that's it course that's not it the the real it is the experience of being on that journey so it is you know packing that suitcase it is going to that airport it is getting on that plane it is the people that you encounter it is the experiences that you will have along the way and life is mirrored in that and that is what we need to hold on to is that we will have the most wonderful experiences when we allow ourselves to explore and to journey along in life and as I said before just remember life is never a straight line there will always be twists and turns there's always going to be ups and downs and it's up to us to give ourselves the space to explore those uncharted places that we haven't been to before and just going back to this luncheon that I went to and this TV presenter who was there doing this inspirational talk um, who was coming from this space of tenacity she landed what would probably have been my dream job which is exactly that job of traveling and reporting on those places on the experiences on the people that live there on what their culture is like and just the magic of being in that different place and that has been her life for the last 25 years and she stumbled into that job because she got her foot in the door not knowing that that's where it was going to lead her but just knowing that that's the work that she wanted to do and so she in being on camera you know um that was that was what she dreamed of she never ever envisaged that it would take her to this position of being on this show which was only supposed to run for six months which is now you know 25 years on and has been a massive success so you just never know where your journey is going to take you but you've got to be prepared to get take those first steps and see where they'll lead you just don't know what surprises are going to wait wait for you around that next corner and I understand that you're probably coming from this place of fear that is holding you back and making you feel like the world is a very unsafe place. So as we go through these things that hold women back, you're going to understand that you're not alone and you don't have to journey alone and that when you have been hurt the way that you have been, that it's going to be really important for you to not journey alone because you're going to get a lot further when you are journeying with others who are able to help you to feel safe in that journey. Okay, so part of it is going to be you learning to feel safe again in yourself and in control of your life. But until you get there, take other people with you on the journey. You don't have to walk it alone. So number four, women focus on building relationships rather than levering relationships. Now, women are just born nurturers. We are all heart and soul. We care 
And of course, we naturally focus on developing close relationships with other people. There is a saying that your net worth is equal to your network. Of course, it's important to have friendships with no strings attached, okay? This is really, really important to have. You don't have to have more than a handful of friends, okay? But when it comes to your development or your evolution, both personally and professionally, it's really important to have a broad and diverse network that you can call on for support for information, for ideas, and to help you advance. It's funny because, you know, I don't know where women get bogged down with the idea that we're supposed to know everything about everything. And when I say women, I mean me. You know, that's who I was. I would think that, you know, like there was some flaw in me because I didn't know everything about everything. And it made me feel inferior. And it also stopped me from building a network. So you might be like I was, and that might be holding you back from building a network. You know, women also think that investing time, energy or money in their personal development is not important. But, hey, I've been there. I've held back on on investing in my development and I've been afraid of showing what I don't know yet or I've been afraid of sharing what my struggles are or, you know, what I haven't got figured out. And I know that that has held me back. But my life is very, very different from that now. I am absolutely loving the connections that I am making. I have made so many amazing connections and many of those connections have been with women who are also survivors of abusive relationships and these are also women who are reigniting their dreams and allowing themselves to explore those seeds of potential that live in them. So, but I'm also expanding my network outside of that so that I'm building partnerships, I'm building, you know, collaborations with people, I am creating a fantastic network where people are learning more and more about what I do, which is helping more and more people find me and to either, um, you you know, use me in their organisations or for, you know, women who want to come and work directly with me to find me. So if you are on Facebook, please, please feel free to join my Facebook group, Rise Up with Tiara's Tears and Triumphs. And just look out for live meetups where you can jump in and see if you can make a new connection. It's been really important to me to build new connections and, you know, there's a lot of women in this group and as more and more women come into live meetups, it will create more and more opportunities for women to form these really meaningful connections that uh, will help you to move forward in your life, that it'll help you to feel supported, it'll help you to tap into information that you might need to know, give you ideas and just help you advance, okay? So if you would like to join this group, just look for the link in the episode notes. You'll find an easy way to just put in a request to join. I'd love to have you in there. Absolutely love it. Okay, so number five, women fail to enlist allies from day one. Now, allies are trusted people who can give you honest feedback and point out your blind spots to help you address the behaviors that are not supporting you. So where are you at right now? I want you to ask yourself, who do I need to help me be a success? 
And I want you to remember when you ask yourself that question that that is whatever success looks like for you. So what you need right now, I just want you to ask yourself, what do you need right now to help you along your journey? Do you need allies to help you to navigate a safe path out of an abusive relationship? Do you need allies to help you recover, renew and rebuild on the other side of an abusive relationship? I get that you have been isolated and talking to people about your needs, your struggles and your vulnerabilities can be really hard. So there is more than likely trauma attached to meeting your needs and your needs may be complex. You may may need more than one ally. This is why it's really important to have a diverse group of allies. In my experience, when you start to enlist allies, you start to connect to more of the allies that you need. So depending on where you're at on your journey, there will be good starting points for you in terms of who to turn to first to ask them to be an ally. If you're still in an abusive relationship and domestic abuse counselling service Um, that'll be a great place for you to start to have an ally that will support you with connecting you to other people who will be allies and other services that will become your allies that will be important to you in navigating a path to safety. And if you have made that really challenging step of leaving an abusive relationship, you may be ready to make an ally out of a life coach like myself who can help you on your journey to recover, renew and rebuild your life. And if that is you and you'd like to have a little chat with me, again, just go to the episode notes and you are very welcome to jump in and have a chat with me you'll find a link there where you can book in a time to have a talk to me um and yeah that's 100 on me it's just something to help you to get started okay number six women put their job before their ambition wow Have I been there (laughs) to the point where I gave up on my ambitions completely in life? I thought that my job for a long time when I was in a cycle of abuse was just to make sure that me and my kids were surviving. And that was still true even after leaving that cycle of abuse because there was still a, a quite a significant amount of time after that where I was still very concerned that we might not be through it and that there might be further problems that we had to deal with. So that might be you too. And um, so many women will experience job disruptions and are also taken off their career path because of domestic abuse. Maybe this is you. There will be a time where your survival comes first. That's going to be when I, you know, my message is always your safety comes first. Now, if you're talking about your safety, then you're more than likely also talking about your survival and they go hand in hand. So if you're worried about your safety, you're also going to be very, very occupied with taking care of your survival and that will come first and it's vital for you to get the basic needs for your survival met before you can turn your mind back to your ambition so and you know like you've more than likely been where I've been where I've you know tried to navigate um, jobs through that cycle of abuse and it has just become completely unmanageable for me and I've just been taken off my path completely. I've tried being really resourceful, created um, uh, like a secondhand sales business um, on the side to try and generate income. 
women are very resourceful and you will more than likely have tried more than one thing to have your basic needs for survival met along with maybe trying to meet a few of those passions that exist in you using your strengths using your skills for me I, you know, describe myself as a bit of a treasure hunter. I've always loved antiques and I've got a real eye for antiques and vintage bits and bobs. And so that was something that I could easily turn my hand to because it was a passion of mine. And so I was able to source things for next to nothing and then sell them for a bit more and make a few dollars on the side. So we can get very resourceful, but you know, was I able to um, achieve great success with that? No, I wasn't, but it was great for that time. And it was um, certainly showed my resourcefulness and that there may be things that you're going through, like through similar to that, where you're trying your hand at different things to try and get ahead. So, um, but you need to obviously, you know, before you're even trying to get ahead, you're just trying to survive. And when you're in survival mode, that can really squash your ambitions because that's not the priority at that time. Just getting your basic needs met is the priority. You, you need to have a roof over your head. You need to have your bills paid and you need enough to be able to take care of your basic needs for health. Once all of those things are taken care of, we can turn our minds back to building on this and thinking about what our ambitions and our dreams are. But dreams and ambitions can be lost and they can be forgotten along the way because we had to sacrifice these things to put our survival and the survival of our kids, if we have kids, first. So, yes, focus on the basics, definitely. But once you have those basics covered, don't think that you have to go through the motions of repeating what you are doing over and over for the rest of your life. Once you've got those basic things covered, give yourself time and space to dream again. Now. Having said that, it's sometimes easier said than done because maybe your dreams have really been buried so deep because you didn't think you'd ever, ever have a chance to allow them to see the light of day. So if this is you and if you would like to unlock your dreams, I have a fantastic one-on-one -on -one session where you will get your own digital vision board and a mind map to take away with you. So creating a vision board is a fantastic tool as it helps you to project into the future about what you would like your life to look like. Having a visual tool is gives you this point of focus that's really powerful in helping to keep you motivated to keep taking action and moving forward every day. And mind maps help you to get clear on who it is that you need to make an ally out of to help you achieve your dreams. I want you to know that, yes, you can accomplish incredible things on your own. Just look at you. You've survived many daunting challenges to this point in your life. And if you can accomplish that, then just imagine what you can accomplish with a clear vision and with the support of others. So if you'd like to book in for the Unlock Your Dream session, just go to the episode notes. There will be a link in there for this session. So Let's just recap on those first six of the 12 behaviours that hold women back. Number one, women are reluctant to claim their achievements. Number two, women expect others to spontaneously notice and reward their contributions. Number three, women overvalue expertise, 
and undervalue their ability to figure things out when they dive into uncharted waters. Number four, women focus on building relationships rather than levering relationships. Number five, women fail to enlist allies from day one. Number six, women put their job before their ambition. Okay, that's it for this week. Now it's your turn. Spend some time journaling about which of these six behaviours are things that you do and take away from the things that I have shared so that you can do what you need to do next to change. And I want you to know that I believe in you and I believe in those seeds of potential that lie in you. I just want you to know that it's possible for you to start living into your potential. So next week, we'll cover the next six behaviours of the 12 behaviours that hold women back. Until then, sending you light, love and blessings. Stay well and stay safe. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel but when I turned a corner in my life the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. 
Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe. Sandy.